All right, just to bring you up to speed on what's going on here, as you know, thousands of Albertans have been forced from their homes overnight due to wildfires. The two biggest groupings, uh, there are many more, but the two biggest are Drayton Valley, which is about an hour to the south and to the west of Edmonton, not quite an hour away, uh, about 7,000 people there. Up in the northwest corner of the province, um, Fox Lake area, there is uh, uh, several thousand people also evacuated from there. Um, Evansburg, Entwistle, Yellowhead County, Parkland County, remember that. Um, they're back on evacuation. They've been forced from their homes as well. And then there's other places around the province too. But like I say, the big ones are up in the northwest corner of the province and Drayton Valley. Drayton Valley's mayor talking about the evacuation there says things are going well. 7,000 people. It was bumper to bumper traffic leaving that community. Uh, came in at about 11 o'clock last night. Nancy Dodd said the one challenge now with thousands of people having scattered is trying to keep everyone up to date with what's going on and when they'll be allowed to return home. I'm just encouraging everybody to pay attention to to the emergency alerts that are going out and to also be following Brazo County and the town of Drayton Valley's uh, Facebook pages for updates as things start to kind of unfold throughout the day. Yeah, and, and that's the, everybody will be watching and waiting for the latest information. Uh, but she said hundreds of residents so far have been evacuated to Edmonton. People were very mindful of one another and I think they were patient and traffic was moving slow and everybody was just trying to, you know, to, to get their families and uh, pets to safety. Now, all of those people who were evacuated from Drayton Valley, um, a lot of them are sure finding their own accommodation, staying with friends, family, whatever the case may be. Those that don't have that um, availability are headed to a place called the Expo Center in Edmonton. It's uh, right over by the old Northlands Coliseum. It's uh, it's a large, you know, uh, trade show hall, all that sort of thing. And that's where they're setting up an evacuation center for the residents of Drayton Valley. And that's where our Brad Whisker is this morning. Um, Brad, you've been down there for a while. I mean, you were there really early this morning. Morning, right just tell us what's going on yeah i showed up at uh at about six o'clock this morning shay that's when uh you know the first coffees were being poured for uh, from all those people that uh had come to the expo center leaving Drayton valley uh throughout the middle of the night uh, a lot of confusion upon arrival first thing this morning obviously not knowing what was happening back at home wondering how long they would uh, be here today i can tell you right now that there's about 125 150 people at the expo center emergency response support response team is here in coordination with the city and they've been able to supply up to 2500 kits 2500 kits which includes food water toiletries bedding a pillow for all those people that could come here so they are well prepared to handle more and they are expecting more potentially busloads of people showing up here throughout the day how like that's the thing how many people has it, has it been a steady stream of people arriving brad like the evacuation order went in at 11 it's not that far away so have you seen people steadily arriving ever since you've been there yeah, I would say that's uh, the right word to use. It, Shay, it hasn't been a flood of people by any means. It's not car after car after car, one after another, and buses and taxis showing up one after another, but a steady flow. I think a lot of people have found other accommodations, but as you mentioned, for people who don't have that option, are coming here, and everything is available for them here. So they're just waiting, along like everybody else, for that provincial update at yeah. 10.30, the provincial operation center being 
uh, activated. And then we're also waiting for a press conference from the city and emergency support response team here at the Expo Centre. That will happen sometime. They haven't set a time. They want to wait for the province to do their thing first. Um, yeah, absolutely. And we have to wait and see. And like you say, that's coming up at 10.30 this morning. And of course, we will bring that to you as soon as it happens. We'll bring it to you live here on uh, these radio stations, as a matter of fact. Keep you up to speed on that. You had a chance to speak with some of the evacuees. Uh, they seem to be doing all right. Brad, I'll, I'll play some of uh, the audio that you grabbed this morning. You managed to speak with uh, Crystal Harkis this morning of Drayton Valley. This is what she had to say. It was a bit of a panic moment uh, how to get my daughter-in-law my grandsons and get them packed up and get out of town uh, but you did we get didn't every- know which way to go right so um we just followed the track <laughs> you did get everybody though and everybody has made it here that yes. you're aware of yes okay. yeah. what was it like getting out of town you mentioned a lot of traffic it was the busy i imagine a little was, yeah, chaos yeah well everybody was heading out um towards tomahawk to head to edmonton and so it was bumper to bumper pretty much all the way to stony plain for us do you have concerns about your place back home are you are you concerned right now about how this fire uh, is going to continue no, actually, um, I'm on the outskirts of Drayton Valley, so, um, and I last talked to my, um, last talked to my son there, and he said it sounded like it, they had it contained right at the edge of town. But obviously some concern for other people, Absolutely. right? I mean, it's Absolutely. It's a tight community. Yeah, very much so, very much so, um, just even traveling here a lot of us stopped when we got to stony plain and um still stayed within our you know with one another to um make sure we're all okay and find out where to go next and brad you've been sending back interviews that you've conducted with evacuees all morning long they all seem pretty relaxed about things it doesn't sound like it was a frantic situation to get out i imagine it's got to be nerve-wracking but they seem to be holding up pretty well they do, Shay, and uh, you know that speaks to the strength of the community and the strength of Albertans. Uh, we've seen this before. We've been through this many times as a province, and um, they they are calm. Uh, I would say that a lot of people don't seem too concerned about yeah. the fire actually entering Drayton Valley. You heard uh, one of the people that I spoke with there saying that she's not too worried about it, and a lot of people have the same sentiment, and then they think, well, why were we evacuated? But that's a, that's a different kind of conversation. I will say that people certainly are tired. Uh, a lot of people have walked by me and, and, and just even nodded as if they had either just gone for a nap or they're right. looking, to, uh, looking to take a snooze and have a bite to eat and just sort of calm down for a bit, right? I mean, they're not going to be going anywhere in the next little while. They know that they're going to be here at the Expo Centre or other places they've, uh, they've set up shops. So it's just a matter of sort of settling in as best as they can in a situation like this, of course. Yeah, and just trying to be patient, because like you say, we're all waiting for for the latest update and the latest information, and uh, until then, nobody really knows. It's sort of being in limbo, which has to be incredibly frustrating, but we'll find out more, hopefully, in about an hour from now. That's the hope, uh, and they have they have a lot to cover. I mean, we're, uh, we're at the Expo Centre, and this is just a piece of the big puzzle with the fires right now, right? I mean, you mentioned what's happening oh, yeah. up north, and you, ha- you mentioned what's happening in, in Parkland County and Yellowhead County. They've already been through this drill uh, just earlier this week. So a lot of people are looking for not necessarily answers, but more information about where it things are standing right now. Yeah, absolutely. The uncertainty is not easy to handle. Uh, Brad, thanks so much. We'll check in with you, of course, as the morning goes along. Thank you. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. 
We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.